Hello, welcome to the 9 to 5 CEO podcast. I'm Tremaine, aka the 9 to 5 landlord. And I'm Zena Dixon, aka Zena Dixon Inc. Zena, first of all, how you doing today? <laughs> I'm good. Feeling energized. <laughs> for sure, for sure. How about you? Uh, I feel good, man. I got some stuff going on with this uh equity play that I got to get to after this, but you know, I'm feeling good. I'm in a good spirit. How was your birthday, first of all? It was good. It was quiet. You know, I'm not home. I'm in Chicago. So, you know, I, I had, um, you know, I took myself out to dinner and then my sister came into town. She surprised me. So then <laughs> we went to brunch into a museum um, and it was it was nice. It was just what I needed. It was like low key and, you know, just relaxing. Um I, I'm not gonna lie though, I woke up feeling like crap because one, you know, getting older as a woman, you know how that goes. But the other thing was, I remember you asking me, you was like, are you getting yourself anything for your birthday? And I was like, no, because I'm a loser because I didn't close on any properties this year. <laughs> <laughs> and I just been feeling like really down on myself because, you know, if you've been watching, you know, the audience, if you've been watching my Instagram, you know, I've tried to close on an eight unit. I tried to close on a three unit and it just wasn't working. Um and I just, I, I kind of fell out of, you know, my rhythm and I was just like, I'm gonna just take a break because nothing's working or whatever. And then something just happened to fall into my lap, which was phenomenal and more than I could have asked for, for anything this year. So I was like, well, if this come through, then that'll be my birthday gift. So another property, a flip actually, um, where I can walk away with like almost 150,000 on that first one. So um, that's way better than, you know, buying a building, doing a huge rehab that's going to give me a lot of headaches. So I'll take it. <laughs> fire, fire. Well, congratulations, man. For sure, for sure. That's big. That's big for sure. So uh, what was I about to say? So one thing I kind of want to be transparent with, you know, people that's listening is as investors and nine of fibers, we've been through a lot this last year. Like for me personally, uh, I've been let go from my job. I've failed as a self entrepreneur and now I'm in the process of getting things back in uh, motion. As I said before, I'm currently doing a rehab on my primary and hopes to get an equity loan. And I plan on using those equity loans to buy several properties, uh, Zena has been a year since she bought her first four unit and she's been in the field as in looking every weekend and nothing else came about until the last three weeks. So this stuff, it's a process. Man. It really is a process when you're really doing it. I know a lot of times when you're navigating social media, everything seems so microwavable, but it's like sustainability ain't microwavable. That's right. you got to broil like you got to leave on three <laughs> 180 degrees the night before wake up at four in the morning turn it back to 420 for another two days you know what i mean like this stuffing this not pizza rolls you know what i mean exactly exactly and i mean you know it, and i fall into the trap too sometimes i'm looking at people that i admire and they like i just closed on a property i just closed on it like every week i'm like damn how are you doing this but like you said, one, I have to put blinders on. I can't follow anybody else's progress. Um, and then two, you know, I'm still figuring things out as I go along, um, learning what doesn't work, what does work, what I think, you know, my new focus is. Because like you said, you know, we 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 change our our um, strategy as we go along because we have to we have to uh, uh, adjust for market conditions. You know, what's going on in our personal lives, the finances. So it's just like. 
you have to pivot and you have to be good with this, the, the um, decision to pivot to put you in a better position. So, you know, um, even though I'm hard on myself, I think that helps um, propel me forward so that I'm not just sitting and being feeling sorry for myself. Like I'm, I'm going to have that hard conversation with myself in the mirror and then I'll be like, bitch, what's that mean? He said, bitch, think big or whatever he say. Oh, yeah, yeah. You think it's too small. Think bigger, think bitch. You think it's too small. <laughs> No, for sure. For sure. Um, if you can, could you just talk about like just the emotions that you went through, like within the last year, kind of between deals as far as the highs and the lows and just things you've learned going forward. So if you go through this again, you won't be as up and down. Yeah. So um, I I get way too giddy when something like, you know, when I put in an offer and the offer is, is, is accepted, that is such a minuscule part of this whole situation, because what's most important is closing and making sure you have the finances to close and that you're not going to be um, struggling financially, you know, so um, early on, you know, when I was sharing that, I, you know, I, I got the offer accepted for the eight unit and I was just like, I'm about to have a hundred doors. Um, I really, I really should have kept a lid on that because, um, I feel like I set myself up for failure because I was so, so engrossed in the fact that I got this building, you know, this, this, this offer accepted, um, when I should have been really focusing on, making sure that, you know, one, I can get it, the inspection isn't going to be crazy, and that the numbers are still going to work if I close on it. Um, so going forward, I will be tempering my excitement, because, you know, I have to think more strategically and not be like a kid in a candy store, like, yeah, I got an offer. That's, that's nothing. Getting to the closing table, that's the big thing. So, um, that that was you know that was a really high and a really really um big low for me because anything i go for I always it always happened for me so when that didn't happen and then it happened twice i was just like what the hell um so i took a real it took a real big blow to my ego like anything i go for i usually get but this is a whole different beast. This is something that I'm totally new to. You know, I haven't been in real estate long, only been in real estate for a year. So I'm failing forward. And that's how I, that's how I'm gonna look for Look at it. Cause every time I fail forward, I learn something new to apply to the next situation. Um, so um, just to give you some backstory, um, I was thinking about just buying like multifamilies and rehabbing them or buying turnkey. But I was just like, I really need to get my capital up so we talked about, you know, doing flips because it's like a great way to infuse a lot of cash into, you know, your, your accounts um, with min, um, minimal work, like, you know, flip a, a single family and, you know, maybe have three months for the work and, and you know, like a, a life rehab, not, not a full gut type of thing. And, you know, flip that and, you know, add, a, a, you know, an extra 50 to $100,000, you know, um, after the sale to your account so you can have that money and be flush for the next bigger thing. So that's my, that's my position right now. I'm going to do a few flips and get, you know, get some capital up so I can go after the bigger multifamily. Cause I really want to get into this, um, turnkeys. I really don't want to do rehabs for multifamilies. I really just don't. Um, and I want to get into development. So that's, that's my, that's my, um, my strategy for right now. Mm, fire, fire. Yeah. Um, I feel like it's been the same for me. Uh, sometimes 
when you know you're excited and you feel like you're figuring out you're like wait i'm gonna do this and i'm gonna do that and then by then i'm gonna be cast on this amount and i'll probably be on the yacht by 60 days after that and it's just like you gotta you gotta calm down the excitement of things that haven't happened yet because mm -hmm. along the way of growing you're gonna endure so many different things and a lot of those things are just growing pains yes a lot of it is growing pains like contractors funding financing, going back with paperwork, back and forth from the bank, the bank telling you, you need to go back and get a job because you can't get approved for the loan. A lot of me. So it's just like, one thing I've learned is just like, I'm not bragging or boasting on anything that's in the works. Yeah. I, I know people say speak things to existence. When I speak, it exists. So that's how <laughs> I'm looking at it going forward. I'm not going to hype nothing up that ain't done and ain't writing yet. So I've been yeah. letting down so many times. Exactly. Exactly. So that's 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 my 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 positioning going forward. I just want to because because I don't want people to think um, it's not worth doing because you're going to have so many setbacks. It's totally worth doing, but you have to go into it knowing that you're going to have the setbacks. Um, and I think a lot of times, you know, people on social media, they don't get to see that they they just see, oh, I'm at the closing table for the 20th time this month. And it's just like, well, how many deals fell apart? You know, are you going to show that part? Are you going to, you know, talk about, you know, how um, at the last minute the seller pulled out, you know, for whatever reason, like you just don't know. And like with you, um, with the refinance, you started when the interest rates was good and now the interest rates are higher. So now it's like you got to pivot to, you know, re recalibrate how you're going to make this work because of the new interest rate. So it's just like, you have to be nimble in this business and be able to pivot to like market conditions, your own financial positioning. You know, you didn't anticipate losing your job when you did, you know, and that set you back a little bit. So it's just like, you have to be fluid in this business and, um, but always have a strategy, you know, to, to move you to the next place. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Overall, for 2022 and me in real estate, I feel like if I can just have like a model for it, it's just like I didn't quit because I don't feel like I don't feel like I got as far as I expected to. And I definitely didn't. But when you go back and look at the things you got through, it's like the things we got through this year. It's probably mm -hmm. things that made people quit and be like, you know what? Real estate too much, man. It's too much. This is way too much. So for us to not quit and still be with her, it's like, you know, that's commendable. Exactly. And it's and it's also good to have somebody as a sounding board, because I remember, um, you know, us just talking and we're like, I'm about to sell this building. Fuck this shit, you know. <laughs> For sure. <laughs> For sure. No, I, I don't think people understand. Like, man, it'd be real. It'd be real. Just like the emotions of just like, you know. You will have a day where you're going back and forth with a bank about, you know, paperwork for a loan. They keep asking you for stuff. Mm -hmm. A tenant that's late on rent, that's not paying all the way up. So you ask it for a repair. You're like, man, you ain't even paying. You tell me about stuff. Right. You know, work demands. You got deadlines with that. So it's like, it's a lot. It is it's a lot. lot. But I always look at the 10-year effect of having something on your plate. And it's like the 10-year effect of going through this stuff and getting through this is just like endless freedom. Right, right. And it don't matter how old you are, it don't matter if you're 25, 55, or 65, man. When you get that freedom, that time freedom, I believe everything you went through up to that point is you know worth it. It's like a graduation. Totally worth it. And you know, the other thing that I think is good is now that I have my focus on something else, like the the two, the two new acquisitions for the flips, when something happens with my building, I'm not as phased. I'm just like in solution mode, whereas 
before I had anything to focus on, that would have hit me more emotionally. Like, you know, if somebody say, oh, I have a leak and, you know, I'm just like, well, why you ain't tell me like two months ago when it first started, you know, now I'm just like, okay, let me call a plumber. And I'm not emotionally invested in the issue. I'm just like, okay, that's a solution because my attention is elsewhere. And I think I needed that because um, I needed the distraction, meaning, you know, focusing on something else. Um, And because flipping is a totally new world for me, you know, even though we do, I do it, my husband, he handles most of the things, but this is, I'm doing it from scratch myself. So it's just like, my mind is totally um, focused on that. So anytime something happens with the building, even though, you know, it's not major things, but when you don't have anything else to focus on it, it seems bigger. Well, for me anyway. Um, So, you know, like, you know, my tenant being too loud or, you know, just, just the small things that would set me off before it doesn't, it doesn't even phase me now because I'm thinking about the next thing. (laughs) Makes sense. Makes sense. Makes sense. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm just trying to fix this place up. I got an appraisal on the 19th, so mm-hmm. I'm just trying to get everything in order for that, get through this next step. I already got a whole bundle of properties I want to look at once we get approved for this, so I'm I'm on a rock. It's just a matter of just knocking out this first domino, but you know, yeah. when do you close on the uh, flip that you have, the first one? The first one, um, we should close on the 14th. And so just to give a little um, background to the to the listeners, this is I got this from a wholesaler. So wholesalers, they they need to move quick. It's not like a regular sale with a regular seller. Um, so um, he told I this fell in my lap, like maybe the day after my birthday or whatever. So my birthday was on the 27th and he was like, the closing is on the 14th. And I'm just like, that's not even 30 days, you know, and that's typically what you need to close. Um, you know, and you have to make sure you get your inspection and your appraisal. You know, all those things are contingent on getting those things done before you can even go to underwriting. So it's like, you know, you're, you're working in a fast pace. Every time my lender reaches out to me, I got to stop what I'm doing and give them the paperwork so I'm not holding up the process. Um, because, you know, if you don't close on time and you don't get an extension, you could lose your earnest money and you don't want to do that, you know. So, um is it's just it's crazy but i feel like i'm building a good team like a good wholesaler a good contractor still looking for a good realtor but you know that that'll come but you know i i I finally feel like i'm getting my footing um where for the rest of the year i was feeling very unsure and um you know unmotivated to be honest like you know because when so many things just keep crashing you're just like well what am I doing wrong is this for me you know because people you know you start questioning you know should I just double down and get another job you know (laughs) you could you could give up but is your situation going to change significantly if you do and the answer for me is no so I could be up three hundred thousand dollars if I do these two flips or I could just you know just give up and say, nah, that's not for me, you know? And I I, I choose to go after the 300,000. I don't know about nobody else. <laughs> <laughs> no, facts, facts. No, that's a whole fact. Cause yeah, um, yeah, it's just like, man, this this stuff is tough. And if anybody that's listening is thinking about starting, like, man, you gotta get over the mental hurdles. Like yes. a lot of times, cause I'm in it and I've went through mental hurdles as far as just getting more. So I know to start, you know, a big portion of that is just mental. And it's just like, you, you gotta kind of, train yourself to have a perspective on problems yes yes if, not, if you have a why me mentality you're gonna yes. crash up you're gonna burn out fast 
Yeah. And, you know, I think, I think we all have those, those, you know, why me moments, but you have to, you know, be able to pull yourself out of it. So for me, it's, you know, it'll be talking to my husband or it'll be talking to you because you, you two are the people that I know that's really in it that I could talk to and you can relate to my issue. Um, You know, my girlfriends, you know, they don't own property. So, you know, they may give me the pep talk, you know, girl, go get a pedicure and, you know, you'll feel better and stuff like that. But the tangible, you know, um, advice comes from someone that is in the trenches with you. So if you're, you know, thinking about getting into it, you know, try to find you a mentor, you know, follow pages that of people that's actually in the trenches so you can learn and glean from their mistakes and their victories so that you can, you know, um, emulate the same and, and, and avoid, you know, pitfalls and stuff like that. Um, but it's really, really critical to have someone that you can go to when you're feeling like I want to give up. Cause then they'll be like, cause usually when I'm down, you're up. And when you're up, I'm down. So it's just like, we can, you know, pull each other out of the, out of the, you know, the why me kind of scenarios. Um, but yeah, like I still, still tell people you need to get into it because it's, it's so worth it. You know, these hurdles, it's not going to last you know, and the more experience you get, the less hurdles you encounter, you know? Um, so that's where I'm in. That's where I am with it. No, for sure. For sure. So how you find about this next, this next quarter, the fourth quarter? So the, the, sorry, people are out. <laughs> um, so this fourth quarter, I'm focused on, you know, these two acquisitions and I'm thinking within the next three months have these properties on the market and selling them because they're in really good neighborhoods, um, really uh, um, in demand area. And um, I'm, you know, I'm branching out and knowing that I can't do it myself. So I'm looking for capital partners like we talked about with Rod um, earlier to, you know, get into deals with because, my money is long, but it's not that long. And, you know, the fact of the matter is if you can go further with a partner, why not? You know, so that's what I'm focusing on now. Just identifying capital partners, letting them know that I'm, I'm getting into deals and, you know, this is this is what the profit could be. Do you want to you know get involved and just being more vocal about what I'm doing so I can attract more people that want to do business with me? Mm. Mm. That's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, uh, for me, like I said, it's doing this equity loan. Um, I got properties I'm already ready to see. So I'm probably going to try to get one for me and then one for my lady before this year's over with. Um, I want to close strong. Um, end of the year, I want to be somewhere looking at the ocean the last week of the year. Like, yes. For sure. For sure. Um, I think I'm going to hold off on a vacation or anything of that sort until then. But mm-hmm. I'm definitely going to take me one. But yeah, uh, now that I, I done got through all these mental roadblocks and what I had going on, um, I served a tenant that was causing me all them problems on uh, 76th Street. I told her I'm not renewing her lease. So we got another three, four months. I'm not sure of what things she'll try to play, but I definitely think she's going to try to sabotage something. But all I can do is react. So how, how how did that go? Like, I know you, you sent her the notice and... So I told her to notice, um, I looked up templates for telling tenants that you're not renewing. Mm-hmm. So I had a whole template in which I sent to her via text and I sent to her case manager via okay. email. So they're both in the loop of what's going on. Okay. Okay. And no, no feedback from the case manager? 
Yeah. Or she said, thank you. That was it. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully she doesn't cause any issues and, you know, just moves along. Because yeah. I know she's been problematic since day one. Extremely. So, <laughs> no, um, who knows? But at this point, I'm not I'm not wearing that burden on myself. Like, well, what if she just, I've had many nights of that, especially when I was trying to sell it. When mm-hmm. I was self-employed because I needed the money. And it's just like now I'm at a point where I'm not selling the building and I'm just not letting the tenant ever stress me out. It's gonna be what it's gonna be. All mm-hmm. I can do is do the legal procedures as far as documenting everything that I'm doing. She knows, her case manager knows. So mm-hmm. if anything would have happened shortly after this, it would be fishy just knowing that you got a notice and then something happened. Right, right. So um that's 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 a really um pivotal thing that you mentioned just um having your systems in place to deal with tenant issues because it's i feel like it takes the burden off you know it's just like oh you five days late they go to five day notice oh you 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 not you didn't pay the rent here's your eviction you know you know just having all of those triggers in place when when the month changes and you know um just having them go so you don't have to interact too much i think that takes a huge load off so it's good that you that you got those. Are you going to add that template to your course? Uh, when I get time, yeah, <laughs> get time. Um, I, I definitely will. Uh, I think for me going forward, I would definitely just screen harder and just look for you know other kind of signs. So for sure, for sure. So yeah, that's the big thing I've learned. Just take your time with everybody. Somebody's in a rush to move in. That's a rush to cause of concern. So yes, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, so are you glad that you didn't sell? Because I knew for a minute you was like, "I'm this is out of here." I'm excited that I didn't sell. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> I didn't sell. Um, yeah, it's it's weird because sometimes the trade off, like I was, I forgot who I was talking to. But I was talking to somebody, and I'm like, a lot of times I feel like us as African Americans, when we get into like real estate and investing. We'll let a quick fifty to eighty thousand dollars stop us from holding on to something forever and making four hundred thousand dollars between the equity and cash flow. Yeah, I think you want to be as that person that sells now, and then at ten years you see your building listed for five hundred and eighty-five thousand. You like, man, I could have, I sold that for eighty thousand profit, and yeah. that's kind of how I feel about myself. Like, like I said, when I was self-employed, my uh, cash flows was paying for my bills, but anything in excess would take me in the red so i was in a position where i really needed the money and that's the worst way to operate business so i got to a point by going back to work where i'm not in dire need of the money it allowed me to think long term which is why i'm like you know what i'm not selling this i'm gonna keep this her uh lisa on this course when she gets out in december i will Mm -hmm. find somebody else to move in and they will be a great tenant because i'm gonna screen hard and i'm not gonna be in a rush right right that's what's up. That's what's up. And you always talk about holding. You always talk about the pay, the, the pay down and the cash flow. So I'm glad that you that you you held on. And that that's one of the things, guys, that we always talk about and how we advocate, advocate for people to have their nine to fives. Because if you have the nine to fives, that's your security cushion so that you don't have to make knee-jerk reactions when something happens. Um Operating from a from a, a a place of strain will make you make emotion, emotional decisions that you'll regret later on, whether it's financial or whatever. So we 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 team nine to five here until that cash flow you know allows us to you know step away from those jobs. And if you like your job, there's no reason to step away. It's just like more money in the pot for you to you know keep doing deals and do them faster. So 
I'm glad that you, you know, that you're back at work because you seem a lot happier than you was at the last job. Yes, yes, I am. I am. I'm way more <laughs> happier. Um, like I said, the job distracts me from real estate. And I feel like sometimes I'll be needing that because mm-hmm. I was self-employed. It was all day, every day, red fin, uh, the comps, looking this up, looking that up, supplies for improvements. And it was just <laughs> text message. And I'm texting them right back because I'm not working. Uh-huh. Like, yeah, now I got that little no distraction between my actual work and investing has definitely resulted in much more happiness but i gotta get back in the gym because i've been i've been so busy running around with this real estate that's mm-hmm. one thing i'll talk about man just like your health like yes when you got this nine to five and you got projects going on and you're going to see properties you on the run you driving five hours a day just driving to the properties so imagine what you're eating on the run like mm-hmm. what's good that you can get on the run Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's like for me, this last fourth quarter, I'll kind of want to we'll be done with this as far as this equity play. Um, I plan on getting back in the gym and just kind of just getting putting my health as far as top priority before anything, because if we ain't feeling good, F everything else. Exactly. Exactly. And just just on that, I started doing Pilates because mentally I was just all over the place. And, you know, now that I do Pilates, one, my Pilates body coming through. So I'm happy about that. But the other thing is when I'm when I'm at Pilates, I have to focus on everything that I'm doing. So an overthinker like me, I'm thinking about everything at all times. But this is the only time during the day that my mind is blank. I'm just focused on, you know, doing the moves that they're that the instructors is giving me. And it helps me set my day like and it's, it's been invaluable. So I'm so totally with you in, ta- in terms of putting your health first, because we won't be able to run after these deals and go to the rehabs and all this other stuff if we're not feeling optimal. So, you know, I'm, I'm totally with that. And, and I see why a lot of investors be, you know, showing, you know, stuff at the gym on Instagram, because you need it. <laughs> you need an outlet. <laughs> For sure. For sure. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm optimistic about everything, man. Uh, I will say I am happier just because my perspective in which I look at problems has totally changed. So, you know, I'm taking everything for what it is. You know, at worst, I'll learn from it. Exactly. Exactly. For sure. For sure. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I can tell that you feel a lot better because we talk a lot. And sometimes I just from the text, I'm just like, oh, man, he's so stressed about this one thing. Um, but it passes. You know, <laughs> it passes eventually. Either you're going to get over it from time or you're going to get over it because you got another issue to deal with, you know? Right. <laughs> no, for sure. For sure. So, yeah. Yeah. So I feel good. I'm glad you're feeling good and better. Uh, we're going to definitely keep y'all updated on our progress. Like yes. you said, Zena got a building. She closes on, on the 14th. I have a appraisal on the 19th. So, you know, we got a lot of stuff going on in the fourth quarter. We're trying, to, we're trying to close strong, fam. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Sure. You got anything else you want to add in? No, I'm, I don't, um, nah, y'all just have to stay tuned because I'm not making no announcements to things hit. Right. <laughs> sure. sure. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. I'm Tremaine, one half, aka the nine to five landlord. And I'm Zena Dixon, aka Zena Dixon, Inc. All right, y'all be blessed.